Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. I, I'm not going to sing the song. He's your host. Surprisingly, not one of the Scott brothers, Scott Garola. And he's your other host, Willie B. Hardigan. We're a show all about Reddit. Covering all the ups and down votes in about 30 minutes. And if you like the show, you can find more of us on TikTok youtube and instagram and maybe more places that we haven't announced yet (laughs) (laughs) but but not twitter all right was it good for you scott it's always good for me when you serenade me it feels so good Those playing at home, we record this episode, not day of, but for you who get the privilege to listen today, let's let's be real. You lucky SOBs that are listening day (laughs) one at six in the morning when I make this thing go live. That's right. I have a request for the entire listening audience, Victor, Paul, Jeff, you know, all the people that we've (laughs) the other Paul. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Would you be so kind as to go on to our socials and wish this beautiful bastard sitting across from me several miles away a happy birthday? Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, everybody else. I will be avoiding your messages because I'm avoiding the world while I play Warzone 2, which drops Wednesday. And I know that I'm going to be playing it for about 36 hours. Does that really just mean you're watching live footage from Ukraine? Wow, too soon. <laughs> too, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> maybe maybe that's why they needed to update the game because the old version was in like a, a fake Russia. Right. Yeah, that's that's probably why. Oh god. Ugh. It all makes sense now. <laughs> Well, I, uh, you know, to piggyback off that kind of morbid joke, have a lot of downvotes this week because it was all pretty much sad news. But you have said that you've got some brevity, and so I'm going to lean on you hard also because it's your birthday. I'm going to give you full reign to to we can go where you want to go, Willie. This is your fantastic voyage. This is my video. This is it. R.I.P. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> what what are you drinking there by the way it's a fancy this, this glass is a, i made myself a martini i'm shaken <laughs> no i don't know how to shake this oh so it's stirred what, what you don't know is before the show started we're getting ready and i had a drink in here ready to like toast to my birthday totally thinking scott forgot it was my birthday because i was like what day is it what day does this episode go live and this mfr just knew and what did i do i spill this entire thing so if my audio goes out this week my fault it's my fault i mean what he says is that this is his first drink quote unquote but it's his first drink of the show shut up (laughs) i feel attacked So yeah, you get uh, you get first go of it today. I'm I'm gonna have you introduce your story of the day. Oh, but wait, before you start that, I probably should give you your gift. And my gift is today in me IRL. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh huh. <laughs> People who treat their birthday as a normal day think they're more mature than everyone. 
To which the response is, we are just miserable. Leave us alone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So my partially true. Yeah. Yeah. My birthday question is, are you one of those people that, let's say Call of Duty was not coming out today. Would you have taken this day off of work to just kind of hang out or go to your favorite whatnot and eat at blah, 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 you know, or... Would you have waited to like the weekend or do you just not care? I don't know if I necessarily care. I, I went and saw my nieces play hockey. Uh, my niece, like I, they get so freaking old so, so fast. One mm-hmm. of my nieces is in ninth grade. She had her first varsity hockey game. Wow. She must be really good or the team is crap. <laughs> I mean, she's third line, but still playing on varsity. They won six to one. So they're pretty good. That's but awesome. I, what I would say, other than that, is like my parents were like, "Hey, we want to hang out with you for your birthday. We want to be able to do something." And I was like, oh, "Okay." And it's not because it's what? my parents; it's because like I don't know if I necessarily want to like do things on my birthday. There was that point when we were growing up that you kind of wanted to hang out with your friends because you you weren't necessarily embarrassed by your parents, but it just you wanted that freedom to go. Do whatever you wanted to do, right? And having your parents take you out to dinner for another year and get you a slice of cake with one single candle in it and make you feel like their baby, you know, like you wanted to grow up. <laughs> do you remember what, how old you were what, when that happened? Because I when have I, a horror story. <laughs> when I finally grew up? Yeah, I remember this. I've shared this on the show before. My, I grew up in a family that went scuba diving. It sounds mm-hmm. pretentious. It's pretty cheap. We went during hurricane season. My parents <laughs> come home. With, like, they had gone on a trip with my sister, who's five years older than me. They came home on my birthday. And I was excited to see them. They mm-hmm. walk in the door, and they're like, hey, it, like we love you. How are you? How are things? I'm like, great. And then I pause, and I wait. And they're like, what's going on? And I'm like, Nothing. It's just like, it's really good to see you. Anything else from you guys? And they're like, no, we're just, you know, we're really happy to get in and hopefully get our, our stuff down. Do you get dinner tonight? I'm like, yep, grandma made me dinner. <laughs> and then I went to my room and I remember my dad, I think I turned like 11. Okay. Wow. And it's I remember like my grade. Yeah. Because I, I think you could go scuba diving on your own at 12. Okay. And I remember my dad coming into the room going dude what's up and i go do you know what day it is he's like a thursday <laughs> literally what i was doing to you uh-huh. before the show yeah Sorry. it was a trauma response. i didn't know this that was is, a this is why i spilled my drink <laughs> <laughs> and i was like thursday the what and he goes the 17th and then he's like oh my god it's your birthday so then he grabbed my sister and my mom and they came in and they sang me happy birthday and i remember like tears Streaming down my face going, it's too late. Aww. You already forgot it. It's over. And then I said, did you at least think to get me something? And they go, we'll get you something tomorrow. <sighs> not only did I not get to go on the trip, I stayed home alone with alone with my grandma, who nobody ever wants to really stay with. Well, there's plenty. I mean, of there's a lot do. of cool grandmas out there. Yeah, there's a lot of cool grandmas out there. But mine was, was a smoker. <laughs> She got you a pack of reds. <laughs> <laughs> so needless to say, 
I have been jaded about my birthday for a very long time. Dang. Okay. All right. That did not go down how I planned. <laughs> it never I was does, say, man. Like, <laughs> I was going to say like the opposite. Mine, mine must have been around, I think, sixth, seventh grade or maybe seventh to eighth grade. I would always go and hang out with my parents. Like yeah. it was day of, we would go out to dinner or something. And then like this haunts me to this day. Like I, oh, this is God. something I need to talk about with my therapist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which, which to, to be fair, I am not, but I'm happy to listen, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Can you actually put Brie on for a minute? <laughs> sure. <laughs> hey, uh... I decided to go hang out with my friends. And not tell my parents. On your birthday? On my birthday. I felt like this wave of just, you know, confidence or something come over me, but which was really just pigheadedness and stupidity. And you're and how old? 12, 13. You okay. know, maybe maybe it was 12 to 13 because I... About the, oh, sa- about the same age. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but instead of forgetting my birthday, I shunned my family and just hung out at my friend's house didn't call didn't say what i was doing just didn't show up at home until like a couple hours later i was definitely home before curfew and it wasn't like unexpected he's 12 not a monster (laughs) yeah yeah i think i might have called my parents and just said like i'm gonna be hanging out with my friends and they were like oh okay uh well there's we got you a cake and i'm like okay thanks yeah yeah and so when i got home they had already gone to bed because it was the middle of the week and they work really early sure on the table is my cake and a ticket two tickets actually to this virtual reality game room at the mall of america i knew that was gonna and my dad was gonna take me to just go and hang out at this VR arcade, which, you know, it was a bunch of like get in the arcade machines and kind of like drive around in a simulation race kind of thing. But I felt like the biggest piece of shit. And part of me still does to this day. It's it's like one of the regrets. You have a small short list of regrets that you probably will carry with you forever. Even if you talk about it and get forgiveness, it's just like that is a definite learning moment for me in my life. To really Mine was like when that fake massage therapist touched my penis. <laughs> and this is why I'm not a therapist. <laughs> so I'm sorry yours was uh, equally as traumatic just from the opposite side of the coin. And basically to everybody out there who has a chance, like hang out with your parents as long as you can. Clutch onto them. Never let go. For the love of God, cherish it. Jennifer, why don't you try reading out loud for a minute, okay? Gotta cherish it. Scott, if I could, on my birthday, wiser and older, I've made one more lap around the sun. Mm -hmm. What I would tell younger version of you, the person who's thought about this for a long time, it's okay to have dual realities. The reality of regret in that moment and potentially breaking a bond that had existed beforehand. But also acknowledging that you've since thought about that moment and it has helped you realize as a child the importance of family 
And it has probably made you respect your birthday and the things that your parents have done to celebrate that with you. Something that was probably really difficult for them bringing you into this world. It probably means more to them. All of these micro moments since then that you've cared to spend time with them on your birthday. Yeah, I try to hang out with them on my birthday now as well as, you know, have my own separate thing of just stay at home and play video games. <laughs> when he says play video games, he means it's his one time of year he gets to masturbate. <laughs> it's mostly dust at this point. <laughs> Speaking of controversial things, last week I posed a question. How do you put on your socks and shoes? In what order? Well, today in the subreddit me IRL, there's another one. Ooh. Random Thoughts says, can we settle this once and for all? How do you brush your teeth? I'm going to give you three options. Option one, toothbrush. Water, Mm -hmm. toothpaste, water, then brush. Or number two, toothpaste, water, then brush. Or number three, toothpaste, brush. Or number four... Don't brush. Don't brush. (laughs) Anybody who answered number four, get out. You're not welcome here. (laughs) I have a dentist appointment tomorrow. Oh, good luck. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) I am number one. That's the way I do it. That's the way I was taught. The other people I don't think are wrong, though. You wet the bristles to allow the paste to adhere easier. Mm -hmm. And then you wet the toothpaste so that it slides around your mouth like, you know, toothpaste. Jelly. What? <laughs> jelly. <laughs> this is why Scott needs to go to the dentist more. And you're therapy. not supposed to brush with <laughs> jelly. <laughs> Scott, well, Scott how, for, how am I, I going to get the peanut butter out? <laughs> 12 year old Scott's at his buddy's house. He's like, I know it's my birthday. You want to teach me something cool? He's like, here's how I brush my teeth. Pulls out a jelly donut. Shoves a toothbrush in there, scoops out, and just like, it's delicious. Some people have poop knives. I brush with jelly. Jelly brush. (laughs) I will tell you, I am number two. I toothpaste, then water, then brush. Yeah, I mean, you don't need the water on the bristles. If anything, it's probably a waste of water. In which case, Nestle Corp is like, good, excellent. Delta Dental says, it doesn't matter, just brush your teeth. (laughs) That's probably official Delta Dental. Is there a check mark next to it? (laughs) (laughs) Too soon. We're going to talk about it in a bit. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Have you ever ever stooped as low as grabbed the tube, tube into your mouth, and then brushed? Oh, no. Were you abused as a child? (laughs) I think we've already discussed that. I have gone over to a relative's house to sleep over and... Didn't bring my toothbrush with because why would you even think of that as a child? And done the old, my finger is now my toothbrush because it's better than anything. We have all done that. And it's usually post pee time and we don't brush our teeth because we're children. (laughs) There's plenty of things that people around us do that's really gross. The one thing when it comes to brushing your teeth, everybody should start doing because I know none of you do is stop rinsing after brushing your teeth. 
Just what? spit spit what's ever oh, in your mouth. Spit well. it into the sink. Rinse that out. But don't rinse your mouth. Leave it. Just just leave the rest of the toothpaste in your mouth. It's going to be fine. Rinsing your teeth is wrong. For a period of time. You're supposed to leave it on there for a period of time. You can rinse your mouth eventually. But I think you're supposed to leave it on there for like 30 minutes. Yeah, which at that point I've already eaten breakfast. That's why you're supposed to do it at night. Then I've already eaten ass. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things about Reddit is its ability to connect us with the entire world, even though you might live in this small town and you don't get the chance to travel. Like Willie's story from last week, where he was talking about how the United States is vast and people are different all over. I don't get to go to a lot of events that I see on the social medias. Sure. Festivals. Like, that's just not for me influencer cons like all those places like eh, it's just never been a thing i've really liked or enjoyed and another thing that i went to maybe when i was younger but don't really care to see anymore are air shows and this week the craziest thing that i think i've ever seen caught on video happened and in public freakout it is this video right here showing the most insane footage of a midair collision happening at a Dallas air show. Take a look and listen. Oh, shit. Yeah, I agree with you, lady. Oh, my fucking God. Are you serious, bro? This shit really well, just Well, this, this right? show was happening in honor of, I think, Veterans Day, which was just last week. Dude. And so you could probably pay to go to the airfield and get a nice close angle. Or there's other people that just decided to park in surrounding parking lots because it was on an airstrip near that infrastructure. And it's cool. It's it's very cool seeing planes. Like we go to the state fair for the auto show pretty yeah. much every single year. And they have something like this. They'll hire these old planes to fly over in the middle of the event. And it's it's really loud and it's cool to see planes i think i've talked about my love for flying and planes i've gone to the iron range and seen what, what are the blue angels yeah yeah they're yep. i mean it's a cool show you can't deny it but the way the world is connected now i don't know like there's no there's no proper way for my brain to descramble what i just saw because i was never meant to see this i was never meant to be anywhere near dallas and know about this air show <laughs> but here it is in my pocket and you just feel absolutely awful because everybody is instantly gone there was no chance for anybody to survive something like that and it's it's a loss of life it's a loss of history in those planes that were probably from world war ii they had survived until now and this is what I'm talking about. So I'm so sorry that I had to bring this up, but it's the most fascinating, morbid reality. I have a couple of thoughts about this. I think to myself, what is that grief that we feel? And in many ways, it's the love and joy of that person, that memory, that moment that it comes up in us that, you know, rears its head and makes you feel human in many ways. Grief is such a powerful tool. All of us, in, in one way or another, everybody I've spoken to over the last couple of weeks has said this second half of the year 
has been some of the most challenging time of their entire life. We've got a lot going on. And it's hard to see stuff like this because I think it just like weighs on you on how fragile we are. If there's anything positive you could say, it's that the people that were lost, they probably didn't suffer. Not not for long. Yeah, (laughs) it was it was over in seconds. Scott, there's no easy way to transition into this. And I'm so sorry for making the joke ahead of time. Please don't pull this quote. But from one disaster to another, let's talk about Twitter. Of all the things that happened this week, Twitter stole the show. It's fucking everywhere. (laughs) So I think instead of deep diving too much into the the throws of of Elon Musk and his decision quality or anything like that, Uncle Elon... I'm not going to badmouth you too much. I'm going to badmouth you a lot. Sorry, that was a By the way, lie. has anybody ever told you that you look like Elon Musk? Like you kind of resemble him? Just maybe a smidge? I mean, uh, maybe, 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 maybe uh, I don't know, but probably a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott, have you been following this story? Genuinely, have you been following this? Yeah, I'm still on Twitter as a, a daily user. I check it for my sports scores. I have several accounts that I follow and check kind of like on the daily to make sure they haven't been spoofed. We're recording this show a few days before Thursday. A lot can change in a few days. I just want to go over a few things that I've read this week. From the from the subreddit news, MIT reports that Twitter lost over 1 million users since Elon Musk's takeover. So they went from like eight to seven or seven to six, something like that. Billion? Million? No, users, yeah. I don't know how many users they had. Do they have a lot? They have 238 million daily active users. Jesus. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's not a small platform, and they lost a million. They lost a million in like two and a half weeks. Yeah, and they all went to something called Mastodon. It's Nick's site. Hi, Nick. We, we love you. <laughs> Friend of the show. What I do want to do is talk about the impact of some of the decisions that were made. So Elon comes into Twitter and decides he's going to do what? He's going to lay off the entire board. No, before that, he fires the entire board. Okay. So now he has nobody that has been there that has any ability to say this is a bad decision. We shouldn't do this. I'm surprised he didn't come in and tweet, I'm bored with this group. (laughs) Here he is in a position of power where he gets to make all the decisions and nobody else gets to get in his way. He then fires 50% of the team, promptly then rehires a bunch of them (laughs) because you realize that they can't do any work without it. JK, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) It's then found later that week that they're running a development build of the website. Just the website, though, not like the app. Correct. That means that people could go in there, look at like a development version of like like an inspector page on a site and see exactly where each element goes to, which is very unsafe. Didn't he want that, though? Didn't he say like he kind of wanted the code to be out there when he was talking about buying it initially? Or at least I think so. Something like that. Do you think that that was a malicious developer that is like i got my job back but f this dude maybe there's no way there's no way daddy elon is sitting at the top saying publish this version of the site there's no way 
he did tweet something very interesting the other day where he said in the next couple weeks we're we're gonna try a lot of stupid things and whatever works we'll keep what doesn't work we'll get rid of speaking of stupid things then let's talk about (laughs) twitter blue twitter blue rolls out everybody is not living under a rock here but for that one person that is eight dollars and you get a verified badge you can go Mm -hmm. to plenty of websites and buy eight dollar packs of verified badges now like stickers and i love it and i want it (laughs) so uh, my favorite tweet back and forth was actually from doja cat the actual doja cat the actual doja cat not just the verified doja cat correct the the real doja cat changes her name she she changes her name scott to christmas and starts tweeting a bunch of christmas memes Okay. And then she tweets at Elon and says, oh, God, I can't change my name back. Please help. I don't want to be Christmas forever. <laughs> and real And real Elon tweets her and says, you should be good. It should be fixed. And she replies back and says, thanks. But she changed her name to Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> but like that, I mean, that's just like really, that's really good humor in my mind. That is the best of trolling. That's was- good. And I think that's okay. It's too bad he didn't lead with something like this. Plus have, you know, all this other goodwill coming into taking over the company. Because trolling celebrities would have been a fun time. You know, like, okay, who's, mm-hmm. whose celebrity name got changed today? That would be fun to follow. Everything else that's kind of been going on with, you know, Eli Lilly suddenly tweeting, hey, insulin's going to be free. And their market shares drop like over a billion dollars. It's so much worse than that. Eli Lilly lost $30 billion in market cap in one day. It's a lot of red. We can't say they didn't warn us. And we can't say they didn't warn Elon. Everybody knew this is exactly what was going to happen. And here we are, living the the best version or the worst version of, of our Twitter selves, depending on which side of the coin you're on. Are you for this? Do you think that this is okay? Or are you a purist that thinks Twitter is one of those social media companies where governments and, and personalities need to have a safe space to be able to communicate? I'm not mad, per se. I'm just disappointed because I use Twitter for news. It's mm-hmm. it's the fastest source of news that you're going to find on the planet. That That's where, true. Yeah. Where else am I going to get something from somebody who's literally on the ground? This is kind of what I was saying in our, my previous story about Reddit. Twitter just one-ups that. We've got people who are on the ground in all these conflicts, on the ground in political situations, sports situations, family situations, where... You're just not going to get the live broadcast from your evening news or your newspaper, which what is what came before Twitter. I'm sorry, my guy. Uh, It sounds like you're really down right now. I've got something that'll bring you up. It's sometimes good. It's sometimes not. It's time for ups and down votes with Willie and Scott. I want you to call it today. I'm going to flip the coin, Willie. Ooh, it's your birthday. This is so exciting. I've never so done this before. you get to call it. All right, hold on. Let me pull up the coin website here. Call it. Tails. I was ready for this. I've been ready to say? call. I've ta- I said it's Tails. It's Tails. 
Are Congratulations! You just- it's your birthday! It's Tails! You did it! He are you being serious? Or are you- he is the champion. No, I, ne- I never pulled up the website. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, my upvote of the week is from the subreddit Brand New Sentences. I'm not sure we've talked about that subreddit here. I can't think of the time. We might have mentioned it in passing, but no. Yeah. The post says... A Northern California doctor and former drummer for the legendary punk band The Offspring put his medical training to good use on Tuesday, performing life-saving CPR on a prospective juror in a medical malpractice case against him. I wonder if in that case he got to use, I mean, after all this, of course, the phrase... And that's why, Your Honor, I guess heaven feels so far away. The whole time, while he's pumping the chest, he's saying, gotta keep them respirated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, my downvote of the week is, well, it's it's more sad stuff, so. Son of a bitch, Scott. God damn it. I know, I know. Two very influential people died this week. The first one was the voice of Batman. Mm. Kevin Conroy. And the second was less heralded, but some could say it was almost as important. Did you ever see the film The Terminal with Tom Hanks? Uh, is that the movie about the man who ended up living inside of like a airport for years because he didn't have the credentials to like go home or get out? Yeah, his his country was war torn and couldn't go back to his country. He didn't have anywhere to go. That guy Moran Iran Nasiri? Yeah. He just passed away, too. Did he really? Inside the Paris Charles de Gaulle airport. Why? Hold on. It was a whole ordeal, right? The movie is about his situation, flies into the airport, suddenly his his country no longer exists. He can't go forward, he can't go backwards, so he decides to stay in the airport since it's the only thing he can do. Make a whole nice movie about it. It's really heartwarming. You should watch it if you haven't seen it before. His case was eventually resolved, and he got to leave the airport, and he did for several years. Recently, though, he decided, I think 2018, he decided to move back into the airport and just live there again. And, yeah, they found him, I think, died of a heart attack or something like that the other day. Big bummer. It's a really sad story, but I I do have questions, and I'm so sorry. How do you just live in an airport? Uncomfortably? I mean, th- like, the the fact that Tom Hanks was in a movie called The Terminal, and this man chose to go back into this place of, like, public solitude, and Tom Hanks' character in Castaway decided to go back to the island, like, there has to be something here. <laughs> Wait, he went back to the island? Yeah, doesn't he go back to the island? No, I think he hijacks a plane and... Nope. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. You can cut that. (laughs) I'm not cutting any of it. (laughs) Well, well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today. (laughs) Find more of us on our socials, and we will see you next week. We grow together, we live together, we die together. Like, ride or die family. That's what I want.
Wow, you really did grow up on Fast and the Furious. 